I just want to say when things get too heavy, just call me helium. Now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. A feeble attempt to stuff as much food in my mouth as possible before we came back onto the radio. Yeah. Well, I'm hopefully eating things that don't hurt my tummy, you know? Yeah, but I don't care what you're eating. Stuffing it all down and like, what do we have, five minutes? That's true. Maybe get the hiccups or something. I had a little Sammy, a banana. Mm. Mm. And I mean these seaweed snacks. You, you don't You've like seaweed. You've been eating those a lot. I really like them. They're called, I'll do free pub for them. No one's oh, paying me to do this. Free pub, Guinea, if you're listening. Guinea roasted seaweed snacks. I You get them like Whole Foods and stuff like that. Mm. They're just like little roasted, fla- like uh, like uh, I don't know, flakes of seaweed, I guess you would call them. It's, it's like a chip substitute, so they're kind of salty. These have avocado oil on them. Ugh. You don't like avocados? I've never had them. Because they're green? Uh-huh. But yeah, but they're really good. Bingo. It's like a chip substitute, a lot less calories. I mean, it's really good. It's a light little snack, and it's uh, it says seaweed turtle safe. And it's organic. Wow. And organic. How USDA about that? organic. Now, they're really good. I mean, it's, I, it, all these stuff is like not really the point of it. it they actually taste good. I mm. like them. Big fan. And everybody likes them, though. Anyway, I want to talk about the NFL here, Brian. Let's do it. Um, where to start? You know what? I know exactly where to start because there was one game that started before the rest. And my question sure for did. you, London's team plays at 8.30 a.m. Brian, mm. you see any of it? Uh, yes. No, be honest. No, man. I did. I did. I went to church yesterday, and I was watching it before the service started. I see. I, I, bet, on, I bet the over in Notre Dame Louisville, so I didn't need uh, to go to church so you didn't yesterday. Have to go to church. How about that? That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you did see some of the game? I did. I did see some of it, yes. Uh, the whole thing? No. Mm. No, 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 no. Oh, because you were at church. Uh, but I was impressed. Yes. I really wrote that question down. I also slept down. through the opener. I really could. started the game. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I woke up like nine. I forgot it was on type of thing. No, I just value my sleep more A than lot I of people London. did that in the, the Toy Story week. For, and forgot it. Completely forgot. Yeah. But this week, luckily, like one of the three pregame shows you watch, I mean, I'm assuming just three, uh, no, four. There's four. Uh. CBS and Fox don't start till like an hour before the game, though, right? right? Yeah. And then ESPN starts at nine, and mm-hmm. and NFL Network, NFL Game Day Morning. I've never seen the NFL one. It's I, the best one. That's man. what I've heard. But but I haven't it's had NFL one. Network up until like two months ago. I can't recommend it enough. So I'll have to. The entertainment value. It's up there with inside the NBA. It's, really? It's that level wow. of entertaining. It's unbelievable. They do a great job. It's a great cast. I cannot – anybody listening either, I can't recommend it to you enough because I know a lot of people nowadays too have like an objection to turning on ESPN and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for something to watch on Sunday morning, NFL game day morning is the best pregame show that you can watch. It's unbelievable. Hands down. Not even close. Anyway. If you shoot, if you do watch that one already, though, you might have gone to that. If you forgot about the game, you might have gone to that. And you at, saw the game at like eight o'clock, yeah. and been like, "Oh my god, this game's about to start." Mm-hmm. That was me. <laughs> I forgot. I had forgotten, but I w- turned it. In, I was up already. Eight o'clock. I said, "Ooh, game day morning starts." And like the first two hours of game day morning are so silly and yeah. ridiculous too. It's so much fun to watch. Just before they get into all the serious football mm-hmm. analysis, as it were, and so like they'll do hilarious like sponsored segments, like maybe one with Lowe where they'll have power drills and like he's the power drill for this All team right. and like start revving the power <laughs> room, 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 room. Like that kind that. of thing so it's great stuff and so that's what I did to watch that game it was 11 to 7 
going into first of all, it was the first time I believe that the Bills were held scoreless um, the entire first quarter wow. all season. First time they've been held scoreless in the first quarter. London's team. Also, you had the rare Josh Allen versus Josh Allen matchup. Oh, yeah. Mina Kimes, hilarious tweet. And I know people have an objection to Mina Kimes. She's a woman that talks football. But nonetheless, <laughs> I really like Mina Kimes a lot. And she had a hilarious tweet where, you know, the A-Rod meme um, where he is lifting in the gym and he has the mirror and he's, like, kissing his own oh, face yeah, in the yeah, mirror. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it said, Josh Allen when he chest bumps Josh Allen. Because, you know, there's a Josh Allen on the defense uh, for the Jags. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, the famous Josh uh-huh. Allen plays quarterback yeah. for the Bills. Old Josh Allen, Josh Allen matchup in this one, so that was fun to watch as well. Like I said, scoreless for the Bills in the first quarter, eleven to seven going into the fourth, and it ended twenty-five to twenty. Fireworks in the fourth quarter, sure sure were. Especially at that point in time, I'm trying to bet the rest of the games Mm -hmm. for the day, and the line is just for this one. The live line is just going. It's five and a half, and then it's ten and a half, Mm -hmm. and then it's five and a half, and it's just going up and down. What do you think at the end of the game? Uh, no, I mean, it was, it was exciting. Look, I, I'll be honest. Uh, I know a lot of people were on Buffalo on this game. For, no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, absolutely. A That's lot insane. of people were on Buffalo for, in this game. The Jags stayed. It's a home game. Seriously, though, the Jags stayed all week mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. I uh, saw a ton of people. I, I don't it know. It just doesn't make any sense. Cause Buffalo what, what was you, a five point favorite in this game. So what, five and a half. It was one of my best bets of the week. Really? So if you go over there, I had like three really, that I liked a lot this week. But if you go over there, and then I also, yeah, we'll get that in a minute. Also, the tight, I mean, the Giants, please. That was one I liked oh, a lot. I, I haven't learned my lesson about Brett, betting uh-huh. Brian Dayball, uh-huh. but I also hadn't learned my lesson about betting Mike Tomlin, and that mm-hmm. one paid off. So sure. you know what I'm going to do, Brian? I'm going to keep Flip betting it. Brian uh, Dayball. I'm just going to keep doing it. Until, <laughs> until it works once, I'm going to keep doing it. Anyway, going over there, uh, we were talking about betting the Jags, right? Yeah. yeah. So betting the Jags, five and a half. So you're telling me if they would have played, if home field is worth like three, three and a half points. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me they would have been an eight and a half eight point, and a half point favorite, favorite if they would have played well, in eight Buffalo? Eight and a half point. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo would have been an eight that's, and a half point that's favorite. That's insane, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just a, I, I, that was a bad line. Vegas really makes was, bad dude, lines, but that just wasn't a very good line. And the Jags either. played really well. But I, but I, I didn't be, think Buffalo played played bad either. Certainly not in the fourth quarter. No. It's the Jags defense is really good as yeah. well. A lot of that, too, is the Bills just had a really impressive game on mm-hmm. the best offense in football. Sure. And that probably is why that line shifted so much. Oh, that so inflates much. it for sure. And the Jags played a tight game uh-huh. the week well, prior. Well, and I, I, think the, I think some people, even though they only have two losses this season, I think some people would, would say they're disappointing Because this week one against the Colts, against the Colts mm-hmm. was really bad. Yeah. But the Bills week one was bad, too, and yeah. no one's throwing that game out the window. Well, a lot of emotion in that game. You see Aaron Rodgers got hurt, and, you know, just a lot going on in that game. Throw that one out. I, I've been throwing it out. But I, you know, <laughs> I, I, throw, I said that right as week one happened. It's like we're going to throw out a lot of these results. Yeah. Like we're going to look back at after week five now and say, like, oh, man, some of these results were crazy uh-huh. in week one. Like this is not the this is not the real team that we've been watching all year. So that was the first game of the day, and uh, Trevor Lawrence is a man and oh, was awesome, awesome in that game. Should I read, like, a stat man, line or something? Awesome. I guess if you want. Um, Travis Etienne also was really good in that yeah, game. I don't want to, I don't want to, he had two touchdowns, I believe. Uh, yeah, he had two touchdowns. He had 26 carries in the game. Unbelievable. <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence was 25 of 37 for 315. Really good game also for him. Also had 31 well. yards rushing. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he also fumbled three times. Well, you know, but they got him back. <laughs> they did. They did. No, no, they lost two of them. Well, they got one back. True. That is true. Two for three. I thought this was a good game. I, I mean, I, I thought both teams played really well. I know a lot of people were talking bad about Buffalo. Again, kind of similar to the, like, everyone is seems to be disappointed of this Jags team and are talking down on them. I thought both teams played really well. 
here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm taking a left turn in this segment now, okay? Here's what I'm going to okay. do. I've got notes on a lot of games because yeah. as I was watching, I did like an old Stugatz weekend oh, observation stuff. I love it. I've got the red zone on yesterday, and I just start Heck jotting yeah. down notes. So what I did this morning is all of my crazy notes that I took on this sheet of uh-huh. paper yesterday, I organized them by game. By game. And as love I'm that. reading these, I'm like, I can't go through each of these notes. This would be insane to do this. I don't know why it's just occurring <laughs> to me that it would be insane. Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say a game, and I'm going to have you say player pass. Okay. If you oh, talk I love about this. this. Game, Let's do it. We're going to play. I have one that's like a massive play. Like, if this was like betting, this would be like a 50 unit, a, a you know, five star, 10 star. But the games have already play. happened. I know, but I'm saying as, in terms of me wanting to talk about this game. Five star talk about. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, a we, whale, if you will. We talked about this one with Terry Davis earlier, but uh, his first place. I'm going to say your because they're all of ours. Your yeah. first place, Pittsburgh Steelers, just makes just fun to say. Uh, points at a premium in this game. We playing or passing? Pass. I really didn't see much of this one. If you really? want to talk about it, please. I'll just say special teams and defense for the Steelers were unbelievable. They the Ravens were terrible in the red zone. I mean, atrocious in the red zone. Something like. Uh, uh, I can't remember. There was a horrible stat about Lamar Jackson on Stop Van Pelt. I don't remember what it was, but like uh, Tyler Hunt, no, no, Trevor Simeon was in the stat, was included in the stat. So you know it's a bad stat at that point. Their running back, Jalen Warren, had one of the most insane hurdles I've ever really? seen the Steelers running back did. Jumped over a man. It was unbelievable, his hurdle. And how about this stat? Last one, and then we'll go ahead. John Harbaugh, 1-6 versus the Steelers since 2020. Holy cow. All of the games decided by one score. Wow. That points at a premium in AFC North football. Sure, absolutely. I know we make jokes, but it truly is a better brand of football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it, it really is. is. I, I'll watch it any day of the week. That's mm-hmm. what that's how football is meant to be played, right there. Put a put a, a emphasis on special teams, emphasis on defense, and more about that later. I was watching NFL game NFL primetime last night, and I tell you what, I love the way Boomer and Booger go through the games and say what. <laughs> oh yeah, and they do a new thing too, where every team that they're not sure about, they make it like a question mark. And again, great, great drive there by the Detroit Lions. They'll do that. <laughs> I love, that. I love, I love that. that. I want to start incorporating that into my daily life as well. <laughs> and they also give game balls at the end. And oh, I, I got me fired up. I said, I want to give a damn game uh-huh. ball. I'm giving a game ball today. We'll do that later as well. All right, how about this one? Uh, the Giants and the Dolphins. My first note here before you, before I give you player pass is I said I want to leave Wink Martindale in Miami. That was mm. in the first, I wrote that note in the first quarter. Any, <laughs> a, a, anyway, go ahead. Uh, Get player pass. Uh, let's play this game. Okay. Uh, let's play this. I, uh, rem- Tell me how to pronounce my fellow's last name. Devin A Chain. A Chain? Is it? I've a, heard a, it. A Chan. Is it A Chan? Is it A Chan? Uh, uh, I've, I've heard it. Fifteen said different. Fifteen different ways. Ah chain. Ah chain. Ah chain. Kid can play. Yeah, no, he's unbelievable. This kid's, this kid's for real. You know, I was up here listening every morning here on Sports Fifty Six. Every Saturday morning, I should say, and Sunday morning, I believe. We do like a Westwood One. Uh, fantasy show or whatever. Yeah, fantasy's on Saturday, that's right. It's, it's only on Saturday. Uh-huh. So Saturday morning at 6.30 we do a fantasy Sunday, show. Sunday it's NFL Today and NFL Insider. So we do a fantasy show and it's like these guys from uh, DraftKings come mm-hmm. and they'll like break stuff down and so they're doing like general fantasy news but they also do fan- daily fantasy segment and they said... Uh, that Devin Chain was uh, like a $4,000 player, and Holy that cow. is very low. Yeah. Like the highest running back is going to be like in the 8000 yeah. range. If a guy's really popping off, it'll be like 9000 10000 every week. And Devin Chain is 4000 That's, That's insane. The guy's had like 150 yards it's every week. Unreal. He's been unbelievable. I mean, it, especially if you're in a fantasy league where maybe mm-hmm. you don't have a bunch of sluice in there, this is a guy that you need to get on a roster immediately. Yeah. He's a really good player. No, he, he is a really good player, and... and 
151 yards yesterday. This Daniel Jones injury, uh, that could be, I mean, depending on how long he's out with that. He sacked 11 times yesterday. I, that defense, Miami's defense, everyone wants to talk about the offense. That defense is flying around. I, see, I, I, don't, I mean, the defense was fine yesterday, too, but it's not. It's, it's the offensive all, line. The Giants' offensive yeah. line is so bad. So Evan bad. Neal, there's just clip after clip, especially after he's talking mess uh-huh. to the fans yesterday. There's just people just clipping. He's a clown, man. Yeah. But it's not just him. The whole offensive line is terrible, too. But people, Kyle, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. If you're an Alabama fan, that's one thing. If you thought he was good at Alabama, that's sure. another thing. If you're just a general fan of college sports and the SEC and you're watching a lot of it and you like to follow the guys in the, that came from the SEC, that's really your gateway to the NFL. Is I just want to see the guys that right. I saw playing college, that kind of thing. College sports fans defending this guy, he is terrible. Uh-huh. Like, objectively terrible. There is nobody that is giving analysis of the National Football League that thinks this guy is any good. Like, just take the L, man. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Has to be this war going on now. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's terrible, man. I just don't understand it. I mean, I'm so tired. I hope I never hear another defense of this guy again because he's absolutely <laughs> horrible. I mean, if I can tell you that an offensive lineman is terrible, because I have no clue in the world how to evaluate offensive line play. That's how you know he's awful, because I can see it. I'm watching (laughs) him blow assignments, not know who he's supposed to block, Uh and look like an absolute clown. The whole offensive line, again, is not very good. They're getting beat up, but he is like... Stupid and bad, both together. According to Pro Football Focus, uh, PFF Miami had 24 pressures last uh, in that game it's yesterday. Unbelievable! No wonder Daniel Jones. Got hurt. <laughs> I mean, and I'm trying to look up. Uh, let's see. Um, the Giants did have the first score of the game for their entire team, though. So I, get, I take Ed, back what I said about Wink Martindale. Evan Neal um, had a 29 player grade for pass blocking. What an awful! Out of a hundred, terrible. And that that's awful. As a start, there are are two backups in front of him. Um, let's we got to move on. I just looked at the time. Holy crap, we're yeah. so late here. <laughs> um, Saints in a pick'em against the Patriots was a joke. Player pass, pass. I'm passing on that one too. But the Saints are sneaky good. I'm telling you yeah. right now. Um, Eagles Rams. I said set a record for face masks and horse collars. <laughs> uh, player pass on this one. Pass. I mean that was crazy though. It was like every time someone would just get a stiff arm to the oh, chest, man. and then they would just have to grab uh-huh. something. Flags and they were like, oh, horse collar yeah. tackle. And yeah. the dudes looking at the ref like, what do you want me to grab, man? Yeah. Like I just got a, mm-hmm. fa- I got a face full of fists, <laughs> and like I, I got to grab something. I can't just yeah. let him go. Yeah. Um, Jets Broncos. I, my first note for this one is uh, J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Jets, Jets. Uh, Play your pass on this one. Play. Let's play. Okay, go for it. Russell Wilson. Um, it, look, it's not his fault. It, it, re- it really is not. They have so many issues on this team. It's not his fault. He was doing everything he could out there. And I don't like Russell Wilson. I mean, he didn't help anything. Though. He didn't help. But and I also, mean, bad sign whenever you're wearing the white Bronco helmet. I mean, O.J. Simpson true. played football. That's you can't true. wear a white Bronco Now, here's helmet. my question. If Because me and, me and my brother were talking about this yesterday or two days ago. If Denver continues to lose... And they have like a top four pick. Mm-hmm. Do you draft a quarterback? I don't know. Is that a good answer? No. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Russell Wilson is not. I mean, he's not good, but he's not necessarily the problem. No. If he had like a supporting cast that you like back there, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't think the team is very good around him either. I don't think so either. He's throwing to Judge Jerry Judy, and uh, and then what's the uh, what's the what's my other fellow's name that plays receiver for them? Uh, Cortland Sutton? 
No, there's one that I have a, another pun with his name. That's yeah. the reason why I'm asking. Um, oh, oh, Adam swims upstream Troutman. <laughs> uh, and so, and so, and oh, so, geez. I mean, there's just not a whole lot of guys to throw the ball to not out there. Sure. So, to your point as well, no help, no offensive so maybe, line. Maybe you get a. Uh, quarterback's, quarterback should be the last thing. If, if this team is as bad as it is, quarterback's the last maybe thing. Maybe you, you draft get. Marvin Harrison and then you've got an elite wide receiver. Yeah, it seems like they might need an O lineman too. Yeah. Folks also trying to argue Nate Hackett did a worse job than Urban Meyer, please. Urban Meyer, not a football coach. Nate Hackett is a football coach. How about. Uh, That's the difference. How about. Uh, um, uh, Sala after the game going up and, and shaking hands and, and saying stay humble. Yeah, that what you he said. That? He said mm-hmm. that's supposedly that's what he said. That's what's been making the rounds on social media. Is there's like a close up of them shaking hands and you can see him kind of mouth somebody. It looks like he says stay humble hmm. when he's shaking hands hmm. with Sean Payton. We're gonna need some sleuth reporting on that. Yeah. Let's, see, let's see if we can reach out to a lip reader on the yeah. internet. We'll maybe get one of them maybe on for something. tomorrow. Um, moving on. Um, Oh, this is a great one, Kansas City, Minnesota. My first note here, what do you think about this Rasheed Rice? Oh, man, I love Rasheed Rice. He is good. Where, where did he go to school? He went, to, he went to uh, SMU. Oh, did In he the really? conference, oh, yeah. He's a really good player. Mm-hmm. They like this guy a lot, and they're throwing to him a lot. He's a good over-the-middle option. Yeah. Um, how about this? The, oh, player pass. Oh, let's play it. Okay. You seem like you're very excited about it. Let's play it. I was going to play it. Chiefs' third one-score win this year. Wow, is that right? Uh-huh. Wow. So so they're playing some close games, even with Minnesota, that's kind of disappointing. Also, Patrick Mahomes is the, became the first player under 30 in the NFL history to beat every other team. Wow. And I saw that that's stat, incredible. and literally all of the comments under that stat was, well, he hasn't beat the Chiefs! Well, he hasn't beat the Chiefs! <laughs> Shut up! Shut up. Good Lord. What Travis Kelsey, tough as to nails. Is he? Is he? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. He came back from an injury to play. And, and I was up here uh, producing the night game last night, and I heard that he ran, ran the same interview with Patrick Mahomes three times yesterday between the time I got here and the time I left of Patrick Mahomes going, yeah, he's just like me. You know, he's just really tough. He's just he's just tough guy. You know, I knew he'd come back in here and, and we would just try to win the game. It's a good Pat Mahomes. Thank you. Um, it's first time trying it out. Yeah, he shook it off. Sure did. And then I saw somebody. It is. I, speaking of Taylor Swift, I saw somebody on Twitter made a fake Twitter page mm-hmm. and made it like a Taylor, like a Swifty account mm-hmm. and started tweeting out, like, I can't believe the NFL would have turf on the field. Like, like Travis Kelsey deserves better. Come on, Swifties. Let's, let's. You know, let's ban against the NFL and ban turf. I like and it. And all the Swifties were in the comments, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know what this turf is, but you're right. It was great. I don't know what turf is. But, <laughs> but you're right. How about this one? Um, Aiden Hutchinson had the pick of the year yesterday in the Lions game. Player pass sure on his did. Lions. I mean, it was a terrible game. I mean, I'm a pass. It. You're right, but I'm a pass. I, I have one. to say one more thing about it. How could you not love the New York Lions? Lions had a reverse. The who Lions? The Detroit Lions. You said the New York Lions. Oh, did I? I, sure I think did. I said Detroit, but I said it fast. Uh, it sounded know? like New York. Yeah, you know, potato, potato. That's right. They're both the same. Uh, the Lions ran a reverse flea flicker in the game. Uh, the the Forty ers did as well last night. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! You passed it. I said I had to say one thing about the game. It was that they had a reverse flea flicker. What the hell do you think I was setting up? I don't know. Unbelievable. <laughs> they scored on it. <laughs> hey, Bryant, did you know that the Niners also ran the same exact play? And do you know where they got the idea to do it? 
watching football earlier today. That's how I was going to end the segment. So everything I like to do here on the radio generally has a punctuation mark at the end of segments. I, I'm not even going to get to the rest of these games. I wanted to give my game ball to the Steelers, Demons, and special teams. I want to talk about how the Colts are underrated with a great backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew and how the Titans are an absolute joke sometimes down the stretch of football games. No offensive line help whatsoever. Getting sacked late in the games. I want to talk about all that stuff. And I was going to round it all out with a great analogy about, oh man, did you see how it brought it all together and the Niners did the same play? And they did so because they were watching football earlier in the day and they just decided on the spot, we're going to run that play, exact play later tonight. And so they did. And then Brian, you just had to get in there. I mean, not playing team ball right now. Selfish ball right now from you. I'm sorry. It's all right. Back up to this. Start your day with Sports 56 Mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10, right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. 4.9 liter V8, 0 to 60, and I'm about to find out. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again... Johnny Radio. I wonder if there's any, let me see if there's anything left here. Oh, how about this? CJ Stroud balling. This is the only game I didn't talk about. CJ Stroud balling um, on ga- in games. CJ Stroud is Mr. Witching Hour. Now, I know they lost sure yesterday, is. but he's, he's balling in the Witching Hour. Um, he has yet to throw a pick through five weeks of football. No, he's 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 for real. And he's then, for real. And then Koo Koo wins uh-huh. the game. I love Koo, man. He's a good kicker. Arthur Smith loves Koo as well. Sure does. He loves Koo. He's I'm ready to fire Desmond Ritter though. How about this though? Desmond, three hundred and thirty yards though. Desmond Ritter is undefeated at home. I'm tired of hearing that stat. I'm so tired. Isn't that a ridiculous stat? stat, It is, but it it has nothing to do with him. Exactly. But that's kind of the argument I make when people talk about Jalen Hurts, and I know no one wants to hear Jalen Hurts' criticism because he ran the ball really well yesterday. They had a really good game throwing the ball, but like everyone wants to tout that because the Eagles are going far in the playoffs and stuff like that. that Mm -hmm. This is a Jalen Hurts stat, but everyone is fine saying that Desmond Ritter's not a good quarterback. It's it's not that. Jalen Hurts is a bad quarterback. It's that he's not a top five uh-huh. because as soon his running ability also makes Jalen Hurts really good because oh, he yeah. he had an angry run where he is just shoving off tacklers and that is a great attribute mm-hmm. to have for now. But when you have to fall back at some point on pocket passing and stuff like that, and and, and furthermore you don't have the weapons that you have or like the running back room or the offensive line, I'm, I'm not sure he's got the goods, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't think he does either. Wait, who are we talking about? Cam, or are we talking about Ritter? Or uh, I also want to talk about college football here coming up here. Okay, so Brian, before we get to this, you know the past few weeks, the first four weeks of the year, I've been doing my top 25. Oh, absolutely. Because early in the year, you know, I get labeled sometimes as not a college football guy. I'm a college football you guy. Are. I got a Tim Tebow jersey back uh-huh. from a 2006 National oh, Championship yeah. game and a 2008 National How Championship game. I mean, I know college football. Sure I watch do. college like football. like the back of your hand. I like it. Uh, now nowadays, do I know anybody's name? Of course not. These guys stink. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. There's like their a hundred and fifty guys on a team. I'm not learning their damn names. How about make a play? And so many players they have to wear. Two guys have to wear the same number. Yeah, make me learn your name by making it to the <laughs> National Football League where they play real football. But uh, I'm watching college football this week, and I say, you know what? I've been scooping the Associated Press with my top 25, mm. and I think it's time that I scoop 
the playoff poll. And you know, last year, I did this the past couple of years. And I, I hearken back to the BCS. So I go through my metrics and everything. And I love advanced analytics and stuff like that. I don't like these people choosing the order. Mm. I let my analytics do the uh, job. The here. model. I mean, throw back to the model. It's your model. And the, the model, analytics. like the yeah. athletic. That mm-hmm. way, it's not me. It's the analytics That's here. Right. So today, Brian is my first of the year. It's my JCS. That's your cue to play the music. I try it again. Hold on. This it. is. Oh, I'm so excited for this, and it stands for J Morgan Championship ah, Series. I see. Maybe it should be JMCS, but Ooh. this is the first week of my JCS. Oh, you nailed it. Nailed it. First try. One take. That's right. If it was a recorded show, we'd pick that up again. (laughs) All right. um, So my JCS has eight teams. I've got eight teams in the JCS. Okay. And then I've got OLIs here. Okay. So I'm going to start with the OLIs. OLIs in no particular order. These are just OLIs, okay? Okay. My first OLI. And feel free, you know, whatever you, whatever analysis you want to give as well. I don't want to hog the mic here. You know uh, what I mean? I mean, I'm going to give the team sure. and give the analytics that uh-huh. they that they're good at. But please, I mean, by all oh, means, by, by all means. First up in the OLI, Georgia Tech. Oh, okay. I mean, a big win against Miami. They lead the country uh. in this that O T W A G O A B W opportunity to win a game on a bye week because if UNC beats Miami I'm giving Georgia Tech that win I was gonna say, what a huge week this could be for Georgia, Georgia Tech Georgia Tech beat him twice uh-huh. see originally I actually had written down opportunity to win two games in one week luckily I checked the schedule yeah. Georgia Tech on a bye week oh, wow. yeah, I did not have Georgia Tech scheduled memorized who does and that's why well you know a real college football sleuth <laughs> would not me though not you next up Washington Oh, I love Washington but hosting o- game day this weekend. They're OLI, Live though. from Seattle. OLI right now. They do, however, lead the country in this stat. Uh, U-I-T-B-C-I-T-C. Mouthful. Undefeated in the best conference in the country. Yeah, facts. I mean. That's that's good enough to be OLI for me. Right. So that's Washington. Pac-12 there. Oklahoma. Oh, you're such a coward. You are a coward. OLI. Rank them. O-L-I. Now, Texas was my number one last week. They dropped all the way out. Not to spoil anything here. So, Oklahoma is above them. But Oklahoma, for me, this is a very advanced statistic. Leads the country in this one. In this statistic, I should Uh say. T-M-B-A-W-B-Y-T-T-R-O-I-T-A-R-R-S-S-W-N-T-S-M. Oh, that's my favorite metric. They might be a wagon, but you throw the records out in the All-State Red River shootout, so we need to see more. Mmm. I, I think that's true. Who does Oklahoma have this week? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that. Huh. <laughs> I don't know that information. But uh, gave I mean, you a pass on the on the Georgia. It was Tech. a big win this past week for Oklahoma playing Texas. That's very meaningful because I thought Texas was a wagon, and Texas still might be a wagon. Unfortunately, they have to play a throw the records out. You throw uh, the records out game in week six. Understandable uh, that you don't have their. They're on a bye, they're, right? They're on an off week. That's I right. knew that. See, I knew it. And I they got a it. big test uh, with uh, UCF at home. Wow. I actually did know that, too, because I did look at their schedule to see that? who they played. Because uh, I, I was researching metrics, so I had to click of on course, their team to course, get there. Um, so I want to see more from Oklahoma. They might be a wagon, but I can't say it after a throw-the-records-out game, mm. so we're going to need to see more there. Now, that's the OLI. So what, three OLIs? Three teams? OLIs okay. this week. I had to cross. I had two OLIs I had to cross out. I just can, didn't, I can just I didn't, hear who they are? No, I can't. I can't because okay. they're not OLI. True. If I was doing the OOLI, uh-huh. the outside outside looking yeah. in, then the, I could the, maybe the, give it to you. Those two would be there. I don't have those stats uh, in front of me. I'm sorry. 
Uh, number eight. So now we're in the top eight. This there is the, where the B, This is where the JCS really gets this good is the here. The list. The list. If you're a college football fan, this is the list you need to pay sure attention is. to. I mean, a bunch of other people are going to give you analysis. Uh-huh. Don't listen to it. This <laughs> is the college football analytics you need to hear. Number eight. Southern California. Oh, USC. First of all, Will Ferrell went to his son's frat party out there. Excellent stuff. Was his was his son in that video? Yeah. I could not tell I which was one was about, his son. Just about to say the same thing. I want to know which one his son was. Yeah, me too. And, or, but I also thought his son might be nowhere to be seen around there. I mean, imagine yeah, if your yeah. dad. Now, my dad's not Will Ferrell, but like anybody, it, it doesn't matter if he is or not because it's your dad. If Will Ferrell That's was your true. dad, it You're doesn't like, matter. Dad, yeah, I mean, like get out of here, man. Yeah. This is my time. Uh-huh. This is my space. And so I bet he was. I bet he was. He was. He was. I don't know who that man is. Will uh, Ferrell. Will I don't Ferrell, want. I've never I don't heard watch, of him. What I don't is he, watch an those actor movies. or something? Yeah, I don't watch those kinds of movies. I like dramas. <laughs> anyway, USC leads the country in this metric. U-I-T-B-C-I-T-C-B-A-L-B-T-W. Undefeated in the best conference in the country, but a little better than Washington. Uh, I don't know about that. Show me some defense. SMD. Oh. That's something different. <laughs> That's something different. SMSD. Show uh-huh. me some defense. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a little bit better than Washington, though, and so for that reason, they lead the country. Who knew Will Ferrell had a son old enough to be in college? Yeah, no, I didn't actually know that either, yeah. but I assume so. He's getting older. He is getting older. Number seven, Penn State. Oh, I love the Nittany Lions. The Nittany Lions, led by James Franklin. They are a powerhouse right now, Brian. You know, they lead the country in this stat, I-H-S-T-P-Y-B-E-T-M-T-R-G. I haven't seen them play yet, but everyone tells me they're really good. They are wagging. That's what everyone's I love saying. Penn State. I don't know. I, I, so I just have to respect what everyone else says, and they're number seven for me this week. <laughs> number six, best one of the week. Oh. Air Force. Oh, TYFYS team. They lead the country in one powerful metric, oh, the TY. The powerful metric. TYFYS. Thank you for your service. Amen. And in the rare case here, they also they also have this stat going for them. U N D E F E A T E D. Wow, two metrics. You know what that stands for? No. Undefeated. I just spelled undefeated. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm so used to hearing all the letters together, I wasn't trying to spell. They're undefeated. They are undefeated. How about that? Five and a lot of people saying Air Force could be the group of five team. Coming off a of bye week as well. Sure are, yeah. So big week for the for the for the what are they? The Falcons. The Falcons. There you go. Nailed it. Number five. We're in the top five now. How about that? Florida State. The Seminoles. How about this one? Seminoles. It's a great metric here. This is one of my favorite metrics of the week. They lead the country in this metric, too. So I'm so glad I get to attribute it to them Uh because they lead it. D-I-A-D-T-D-I-A-M-T-D-I-A-F-B-Y-C-D-I-A-L-A-T-M-B-Y-D. Do it against Duke, then do it against Miami, then do it against Florida, but you can't do it against Louisville, and that might be your demise. I mean, Louisville might be a wagon, too. Louisville's a really good team. Just beat Notre Dame. And they don't play them. They they, they skated by without playing one of the best teams in their conference. And for that reason, I might have to keep them pretty low all year. I think that's fair. It might be fair. It might be fair. We'll have to wait and see. Number four. Now we're in the top four. This is where the playoffs really get cooking here in the top four. Number four in the country, two metrics here for this team. Georgia. 
the dogs. Number four in the country. I like it. People might be saying that's crazy, but I'm unbiased with my Hey, they list. did show me something. They showed me something I haven't seen from them against Kentucky. All of the, you know, we're in SEC country here, and I just have to tell you, you guys are all homers, a little bit biased down <laughs> here, and I'm here to give you the objective analysis, and here's why. They lead the country in this metric, C-S-A-C-T-A-H. Cupcake schedule against crappy teams at home. That's, I mean, show that's me, truth. I mean, show me a good. T- yeah. I think just beat Kentucky at home. They that's did. the best team they played at home, mm-hmm. and Kentucky's not that good either. Mm-hmm. They beat the crap out of Florida at home. Florida stinks, especially on the road. Florida, oh, I can't win a road. And game. Kentucky's no good on the road either. Mm-hmm. Kentucky has won two games against teams that are three and five, five and three or better in the last ten years. Wow! In the SEC and league play. Wow! I so that's that this morning. How about that? And so I can't give Georgia anything. No. How about this? Georgia also leads the. Country Country in this metric, WBTFBTITPT would be the fifth best team in the Pac-12. <laughs> I mean, you might be on to something. I'm selling you right now. Might be on to Go something. play on the West Coast. You're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. So don't. I don't want to hear anything about Georgia or how this. Oh, the SEC or that. Please, just means more. What a joke! A joke, Georgia. Please, number three, the Oregon Ducks. Quack 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 quack. They lead the country in one important metric. They're the most bodacious. There is nobody if more... If I see one more bodacious ad... There's no uh. nobody in the country more bodacious than Oregon. Point blank, period. However, they also... Certainly more bodacious than Auburn, who might be the second most bodacious team in the country. They, they used to be, at least. Be. They also lead the country in this important metric. This is a good one right here. U-T-I-T-B-C-I-T-C-B-A-L-B-T-S-C-A-W. I was going to take a stab at it, but I don't want to anymore. Undefeated team in the best conference in the country, but a little better than USC mm. and Washington. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I was about to say that you didn't have any Pac-12 teams ahead of Georgia, and you were calling it the best uh, best conference. I, I, there is. Well, that, I was going to say that before I heard Oregon, so yeah. now... And so that, I think those metrics all align. You'll see that the Pac-12 metrics all kind of, you know, one after another sure, right there. They absolutely. all they're all in alignment there. So it just goes to show it's the best conference in the country. Yeah. All right. Um, we're at the top two. two here. Top two. Top T2. two. Two teams that looked out. Number two. Number two. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Huh. Okay. Number two in the country. You, why? Huh. No. No. Please go ahead. Ohio State kind of needed a big fourth, third, and fourth quarter to beat uh, to win last week against who? Against uh, Rutgers? No, Maryland. Y- thank you. Excuse me. Undefeated Maryland, Please. led by Talia Tungavailoa, whose brother it runs the best offense in the national. Football hey, he's not his brother right though. Now. He's got the same genes. Uh. I mean, how dare you? See, this is why, Bryant, I'm just telling you right now, this is why I told people at the beginning to not listen to your college football analysis and listen to mine instead, (laughs) because you are way off base. You watched that game? I sure did. I I watched every second of it. Clearly not. Have you watched another Maryland game all year? Uh, Yeah, I have. They played Charlotte. They played Charlotte earlier this year, and I watched it. And what happened in that game? Charlotte was up fourteen nothing to start the game, and then what happened? And it was like twenty. Uh, it was like thirty to twenty. The final score, or something beat like the that. crap out of them. Didn't the cover the game. though. Didn't cover. Hey, Maryland, cover a game. They, I, you know what? Covered, I'm curious. They, they covered yesterday. They didn't. They, they didn't. Did. They lost by twenty. The line was seventeen and a half. No, it was. Yes, not. it was. I promise you, it was. Oh, I have problems with this Brian, list now. I'm about Brian, to look it up. Brian, it was twenty and a half. No, it wasn't. It absolutely no, it wasn't because I almost bet it before the game was okay. seventeen and a half. Okay, this is why you're a terrible sports bet. Oh because my Because you God. bet games five minutes before they go off. But you go on the closing line when you're talking about if they covered or not. 
That means the line moved three points in favor of the team that We're gonna, I, I'm going to look Bryant, this up. Bryant, I'm going to look Bryant, this up. If I'm telling you that I took it on Friday at 20 and a half and you looked two minutes before the game started in 17 and a half, that means everybody is betting the team that I told you to just bet on. Because Ohio State was missing their starting running back. So if you're trying to take that late line movement and like say that, oh, they didn't cover the spread, you got a terrible price on the game. It just makes you look like a fool. Ohio State covered, though. Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I took them. I took Ohio State. If, How about that? If you took a stupid line, then that? you got line value there. That's good betting. Line value. So so I just went from a bad better to a good better. Well, and it spanned like 20 seconds. Yeah, but you didn't know about the line movement. So you got lucky. Did I? Very much so. Maybe I'm just a sleuth. I disagree. Ohio State, however, leads the country in this statistic. T-F-L-I-T-H-O-N-D-B-A-T-O-I-T-B-P-S-A-M-M-N-D-H-O-H-O-T-F-A-T-H-T-O-F-O-T-F. Mouthful. Their fate lies in the hands of Notre Dame, but also their own if they beat Penn State and Michigan. Maybe Notre Dame has one hand on their fate, and they have the other hand on their fate. They lead the country in that metric there. So we'll have to see more from Ohio State. They got some opportunities to do so. Notre Dame, though, not doing them any favors, losing a little. Mm, That's that's, that's the truth. I thought Notre Dame was going to handle Louisville. And my number one team in the country, according to the JCS. Even though the number two was a joke. The Michigan Wolverines. Wow, two Big Ten teams top two. They lead the country in this stat, FPA. Wow, a short one. Fewest points allowed. They also lead the country in this important metric, G-T-C-B-A-H-A-F-B-O-T-G-O-T-R-I-M-J-B-B-T-L-B-W-H-A-N-N-O. Got their, like it. got their head coach back and hung a 50-burger on the Gophers on the road. It might just be because Texas lost, but we have a new number one. Also, they lead the country in fewest points a lot. Did you see... Um did you see Jim Harbaugh celebrating with his uh, with his team after an interception, like getting in the team pic- the defense picture? I love it. It's great. He was like in there. He was like, and then they t- snapped the picture. It was great. No small reason why they're number one. That's your JCS. Back after this. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ. Today... I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio.
Once again, scarfing my face during a break right there. Eating an apple. Eating an apple. And I um, and I didn't uh, choke to death. That's good. Which is a positive. Apple a day. Apple a day what? It keeps the doctors away. Keeps you awake all day, man. <laughs> um, Vegas Insider, who, uh, if you listen to Afternoon, our friend Bruce Marshall, uh, a part of Vegas Bruce. Insider. Um, this says that the last time Maryland was a 20-point favorite was on September 30th. Ever since then, 19 and a half, 19 and a half, 19 and a half. That's probably going by what you said, though, where it closes at. 18, 17. No, this is movement from, uh, I'm looking at October 7th, October 3rd, October 2nd. Well, I'm telling you right now. October 1st. On Friday, I have it in my notes right here. We talked about Maryland being a 20-point favorite. Furthermore, I have it in my Caesars Sportsbook. I took Maryland as a 20-and-a-half-point favorite at minus 110, which shows you that... uh, He's clearly not using the Caesar Sportsbook app. Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, they don't even have. Uh, oh, yes, they do. Tuesday, October third. Uh, Maryland was a twenty-point favorite. Hmm. So Tuesday is when you were looking at this. No, I, I took it on Friday. I, I literally took the game on Friday. It says Friday. It's nineteen. I took it. That's tomato. It's my hey. If you got to win, you got to win. I think Ohio. I, I think, I think Maryland. No, I like Ohio but State. Brian, but Brian, I think Maryland's Brian, a joke. Brian, Brian, Maryland is a joke. Brian, you're looking up information after the fact to just try and defend something you said when you and I both know that you didn't look at the odds for the game until a minute before it started. You know what? That is very disrespectful. Is it that true? accusatory is it true of me and how I gamble on a Saturday morning. Is it true or not? Yes. Okay. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. It's just, you know, don't try. You can try and fool the listeners all you want, but I know your behavior and what you do going in there. Every day for you, it's like, oh man, this game starts in a minute and a half. I forgot to bet it. I mean, literally every I mean, day. It happens. happens. Especially during baseball season. It happens a lot. It gets me. Yeah, that's really what I was uh, referencing was or baseball plays there. All right, I have a fun game for us to play, Bryant. Okay. It's not really a game at all. Actually. I'm doing math over here. It's fine. I'll, I'll filibuster, but you have to listen. I'm listening. Um, it's a fun game. So it's October. It's October 9th to be exact. And I think October is a great month to watch films, uh, especially Halloween-themed movies. And I guess to you it's a little bit ambiguous as to what would be a Halloween movie. Are all horror movies Halloween movies? I think maybe science fiction movies can be Halloween movies. But nonetheless... I thought it would be a fun exercise if we did like a Halloween movie watch along. And I would encourage anybody listening to join in with us here. So kind of the way this is going to work is like on each day, I want to bring a movie to the table. I'm going to give a little preview of it, give a little synopsis, say what the critics say about it. We'll go home that night, we'll watch it, and we'll come back the next day. And maybe this segment or maybe like the two last segments of each hour, we'll talk about the movie we watched and then preview the one for the next day. Uh, what do you think, Brian? You in on this? I'm in. I'm game. I'm game. I'm 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 gambling again. That's right. Well, this one here, Brian, is the first one I want us to watch. Here is one of my favorite Halloween movies. One of the best Halloween movies, and it's on TV all the time this time of year. It's called Beetlejuice. Have you ever seen Beetlejuice? I've not. It came out in 1988. It's a Tim Burton film. You know Tim Burton, sure. undoubtedly. Yeah. Uh, he did the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when you and oh, I yeah. were kids. Um, he was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He directed uh-huh. that. Uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Have you ever? Never seen, seen that? You ever seen that? Uh-uh. He's, he's done a ton of movies. Um, 
a lot of a lot of uh, animated stuff. Not animated. What am I trying to say? Stop motion stuff he does. But he's live action too. This is a live action movie with some stop motion uh, effects in it as well. So Tim Burton's in it. Stars Michael Keaton. Winona Ryder is in it. Gina Davis. Alec Baldwin. Catherine O'Hara, who is in Shit's Creek. That's the last name. I did not curse on the radio. <laughs> Everybody, calm down. And then Jeffrey Jones, who is the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You've uh, seen Ferris Bueller, right? In parts. Okay. Well, he's the principal in Ferris Bueller. So it's a star-studded cast here. Here's the synopsis. After Barbara, Gina Davis, and Adam, Alec Baldwin, die in a car accident, they find themselves stuck, haunting their country residents, unable to leave the house. When the unbearable Dietzes... Uh, played by Catherine O'Hara and Jeffrey Jones, and their teenage daughter Lydia, played by Winona Ryder, by the home. The Maitlands attempt to scare them away uh, with, without success. Their efforts of, of attract Beetlejuice, played by Michael Keaton, a rambunctious spirit whose help quickly becomes dangerous for the Maitlands and innocent Lydia. Uh, it got an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, has wow. a 90% audience score. How much time do I have? 40, 40 seconds. seconds. I'm just going to read a couple of these reviews here. Uh, thought a lot of Burton's movies didn't connect enough of them. This one is a comedy classic. Beetlejuice is a farce and blessedly lunatic. Um, outlandish. Beetlejuice is exuberantly batty. So outrageous and zany. It's one of my favorite movies. You can watch it available on HBO Max. I guess it's just called Max now. But it's on TV so much you can find it on demand. I encourage everybody to watch Beetlejuice tonight. And me and Brian are going to come back and talk about it a little bit tomorrow. That's all I got. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Nobody got a